0: You might be wondering why I'm in the middle of a room instead of in the corner of a room. Well it's because for some reason.
1: It's so hard to
0: not abuse animals. Is it so hard, not? So hard hemp, not to abuse but themselves. But, think but but being themselves? So. This is a shot of boulder colour. Today we have a vegan uh, for this. This is the channel for vegans. If you're not vegan, please get the fuck out of here. Hey, uh, everybody. Welcome. This is the channel for vegans. My name is Sky Jack Morgan, and good morning. This is a daily ritual for vegans only. A... I am in Boulder, Colorado in the middle of a room with a police, an armed police officer and lots and lots of people. So if there's a background chatter, I do apologize, but it's because for some reason, this hotel, unlike the other hotels, you know, as you know, I've been living in hotels for the last two months and every other hotel will either um, allow me to use their meeting room or they have a little area. Like usually their plugs, their outlets are on the, in the on the corners or in the wall on the near the walls, but this hotel has the outlets right in the middle (laughs) of the big room of the lobby. So while everyone else is eating breakfast, they're eating dead animals and the secretions of animals. I will be talking about um, how not to harm animals and why it's not so hard not to abuse animals. Vegan Knave, welcome. Are you going to visit me in Boulder? We are in front of today. The abduction truck will be in front of the um, Memorial University Memorial Center or the Glenn Miller Ballroom. I found out that Glenn Miller was a was an alum of of CU Boulder. He was a Buffalo. He even wrote a song, the 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 school song, something about buffaloes. I'm not sure. I haven't heard it yeah <laughs> yeah he's right behind me here he is want to see let me see here hold on a second we're using the wrong camera it seems but we're going to change that right now it's a, it's always so fun is it so hard is it so hard you'd think that it'd be easy but it isn't always let me see if that works here we go here we go here we go ready police officers when i and me actually the cops here in boulder have been really nice um we had one approach yesterday when we were in um at the campus and he's like yeah everything's cool and something crazy happened yesterday as i was driving into the into the campus i hit a bus that was owned by the school i was driving the truck and all of a sudden my mirror went clip and the guy jumped out of the bus and like ran over and he was really mad you just took out my mirror and i was like really so i went over there and i looked at the mirror there was zero damage he's like i'm calling the cops i said you go ahead and call the cops man um but uh there's no damage to either of our vehicles so i gotta do this by the book i'm like well call your supervisor call the cops go ahead i'm gonna not call anybody right now um even though like i'm supposed to call somebody too if anything like that happens but like there was zero damage i took pictures of everything and um So so I said, you know, I'm going to go over to the University Memorial Center and hang out with uh, with my abduction truck and try to get my day started. Terribly sorry about what's going on. But um, why don't you send the cops to me uh, when I'm over there? And so uh, (laughs) the supervisor came over to me and he he had a thick accent. He was like, I'm no harm, no foul. We're going to be all right. I'm no cops or nothing. He said, no cops or nothing. I said, thank you. You've taken a huge weight off my shoulder. I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Your man, Carlos, the bus driver, he is a by-the-book guy. You've got yourself a good employee there. He's like, I know I got a good employee. got to do things by the book, but you're all right. Go about your day. Have a good one. And I said, thank you so much. So there you go. I got (laughs) called the local police worked. You called them. You called them on me. Um, (laughs) Well, luckily, I haven't been arrested yet. And since Michigan, every police interaction has actually been quite positive. Um, In Michigan, it was quite negative. The community standards police and the uh, Ann Arbor police. Actually, Ann Arbor police, they just watched from afar, but they were always a constant presence. And the University of Michigan police were always like in my face. But since then, everyone's been really cool. It's been University of Madison. They were really great. They were really good at Denver. They've been really good so far in Boulder. We'll see what happens. But they came by and said, hey, you're okay by us. You're okay by us. Keep up the good work, you vegan you vegan soldiers, you cadre of vegans. Hello, Paul Campbell. I do want to apologize to everybody about not coming on yesterday. It was certainly um, it was just difficult. It was just difficult because of the... University. No, no, sorry. Because of this La Quinta Inn and their setup here, uh, was just difficult to 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 do it, and we couldn't get on online yesterday. I really want to wish everyone a happy Mule Day. Today is a Mule Day, and if you don't know, National Mule Day is the day where we all love on mules. I was really lucky to go to Barn to Barn Sanctuary. I was at Barn Sanctuary on. I don't know, somewhere in Michigan, and it was really great. And They had rescue mules, and what they were, it was a family who had been rescuing mules, and they were getting too old, and they couldn't take care of their mules anymore, so they surrendered their mules to barn sanctuary. And it was the first time I heard that ever since Jesus rode a mule, they have a cross on their back. Have you ever seen that, the cross on a mule's back? They have this incredible thing. Let me see if I can get a picture of it yeah here we go do you see this look at this cross on the mule's back and now they say that that is because jesus rode around on a mule but if you want you can see you could see many pictures online of the cross on a mule's back and that every mule has it interesting no i think so so today is national mule day and maybe you'll be able to you know celebrate mules how do how should we celebrate the mules i wonder what do you think should we celebrate the mules with it's hashtag national mule day i want to have a hashtag national mule day i think i'm going to go into the ai today and i'm going to make some kind of mule image that says i am not a slave stop treating me like one i don't care um if i have a cross on my back or not I, I i am you are not my cross to bear <laughs> why are, why are mules bearing the crosses of humanity So I think that I'm going to do that. And then it'll say now hashtag national mule day. Look out for that. Let's see. Um, A mule is a hybrid between a male and a donkey. A female horse It's a male donkey and a female horse is a mule. Male donkey and a female horse is good to remember because if it's a, if it's a female donkey and a male horse, it's something different. I forget what they call that species. Anyway, How to observe, visit a zoo. Don't visit a zoo, go visit a sanctuary where they have mule to learn more about the mighty mule. Read about the history of the mule or share your favorite insight stories involving a mule. So, the mules actually have lots of a female donkey is called a Jenny. Oh, there you go. You might not know, but mules actually have this very strange genetic disorder because of their, um, because of the way they're bred because they're interspecies animal they're uh, born sterile my mother used to tell me when she was particularly friendly (laughs) she used to tell me you're as useless as two tits on a mule has anyone ever said that to you i think that (laughs) yeah my mom she used to say you're useless as two tits on a mule and her mom said that to her and so it just keeps going if i have kids i hope that i will have the opportunity when they're being lazy to tell them Hey, you're about as useful as two tits on a mule. And um, the reason why tits on a mule are um, are useless is because, well, they can't they can't give birth. They're sterile. And interestingly enough, if they get fat, the fat they're unable to burn it off. So when you touch a mule's back, their back has these fat deposits on it that they can never get rid of. It's just part of their messed up DNA. And they all end up dying of this death leg syndrome, where they have these hooves that end up rotting their legs. So mules, because human beings need, because human beings want to mess with animals, they breed donkeys and horses, and then the mules end up getting uh, they die of this rot in their in their feet, and it's, un, it's incurable. And so all of the all of the ones at the sanctuary at Barn Sanctuary, they all have that, and they all have these little booties that try to take the pressure off of their hooves because if not they're just going to die really soon so they have these cute little booties that they put on their legs so that they can live a little bit longer but they will die of it there's no way around it yeah the the poor mule is a uh is a cursed animal we've bred the mule into existence and then (laughs) an, an animal that should not exist but we breed them into existence and we keep breeding them into existence for funsies then they die of horrific diseases because we force two different species to, uh, to mate. It's pretty nasty. We have asked sanctuaries here. There you go. They, I, yeah, of course they do. They have them in Michigan too. The mule has to carry the cross, otherwise a human would have to do some work for themselves. Exactly right. Mm. The sure-footed mule has the, um, because they want the docility of a horse, And the sure-footedness of a donkey so you'll see them a lot in places like the grand canyon where people will ride them down the uh down to the bottom of the grand canyon um it's pretty sad because you'll see these large flesh eaters um you know bigger people on the backs of these poor animals being taken down to the bottom of the of the gorge meanwhile of course we have helicopter rides and other things that can get you to the bottom of the grand canyon but people love the They love to abuse an animal on the way, on on their holidays, you know. People love to abuse animals on their holidays. I heard two tits on a bull, but never a mule. (laughs) Your mom said bull. My mom always said mule, which is funny because that's how you learn that that mules are sterile. It's a lesson. If someone calls you as useless as two tits on a mule, you realize that, oh, they're useless because they'll never give birth. (laughs) What good are tits on a mule if they'll never have babies? We have ass sanctuaries here. I think my brain is an ass sanctuary. Humans are pretty lazy for sure. I met a donkey. He was in the late 20s, maybe 30s. Donkeys live longer than mules because they don't have the leg rot. What is it called? The uh, mule leg rot problem disease. Let me just Google it real fast so I know the name of it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's pretty horrible. I don't know if I want to show you guys online, but it's um, it's a pretty it's pretty horrible thing. And they have uh, equine skin diseases. They have all the they have all of the, the uh, diseases of both donkeys and horses, but they can't cure any of them because why would you? Why would you? You could just breed more mules. You can't breed mules from mules, so you have to breed them from horses and donkeys. Isn't Catherine Klein in Boulder? is katherine klein in boulder i don't know she should come to the but if she is she should definitely come to university of boulder today at the memorial university memorial center to check it out you're starting to pick up a bit of tan, guy am i i think so i don't know i felt like i was tanner i was looking at some older videos i was tanner when we were in virginia and it was 95 degrees now i'm in boulder and it's like high of 65 today i think We're finally, but you know, I was worried this whole trip that Boulder and Denver were gonna be so cold. I even bought gloves because every time I've ever been to Colorado, it's been in October. And every time I've been in Colorado, it's been ass cold. But here I am and it ain't that cold. Something global warming for the wind. You know, the, the the world is melting, but at least it's a little warmer for me. The word of the day of course is cadre. Cadre is a great word because you have a cadre of vegans cadre of vegans of activists. If you don't know the word cadre, then you definitely need to if you're an activist because a cadre of activists is exactly what you need. It's a group of people with unifying relationship as in a cadre of lawyers, cadre of sports writers, a cadre of animal rights activists. More specifically, cadre can also be used for a group of people who are trained in a role or task and who in turn can train others. Whoa, don't you see don't you see this the reason why you need to learn this word? A small but influential cadre of students. I always like using this word. You probably have heard me use it a bunch of times. It's a great one. Though Sage has recently begun to embrace a more acoustic sound, whether as a member of the Fubutsushi Jazz Quartet or collaborating with a cadre of flautists, slide guitarists, and harmonium players, here he honors the spirit computerized sounds imaginable. There you go, cadre of flautists. Interesting. A wise man named Huey Lewis once saying, It's hip to be square. <laughs> <laughs> Huey Lewis. Um, I hope you guys also know that we have um, Louis Hayes, Louis Hayes, who's my uh, tattoo artist in Denver. He's hundred percent does all vegan ink, does all vegan um, stencils and all the products. And I can't wait to bring him on in about 15 minutes. So if you're <laughs> if you're if you don't, if you're tired of hearing me laugh about Huey Lewis, then um, <laughs> just wait, because we'll have an interview here in, in just a minute. <laughs> laugh about Huey Lewis and and mule markings. <laughs> we heartily agree with this sentiment a hip cadre if there ever was one lexicographers not least because the song as performed by lewis and his trusted cadre of bandmates the news prompts us to ponder an etymological descendant via french and italian of the latin word for square quadrum oh quadrum it is hip to be square quadrum cadre squares being a logical and standard shape for frames as of window or picture varieties it's easy to understand why French speakers and later English speakers adopted cadre as a word meaning frame. A sense of cadre referring to a metaphorical framework for something such as a novel or curriculum soon developed. And if you consider a group of officers in a military regiment as the framework that holds things together for the unit, you'll understand how yet another sense of cadre referring to the nucleus of trained personnel arose. Military leaders and their troops are well-trained And work together as a unified team which may explain why cadre is now sometimes used more generally to refer to any group of people who have some kind of unifying characteristic such as the belief in belief in the heart of rock and roll (laughs) or perhaps the power of love ah that's funny if you don't if you're a um, back to the future back to the future fan like myself you know that huey lewis is the music of the skate the skater punk revolution and also of all time travelers time travelers and skater punks love orange vests deloreans and huey lewis in the news that's just a fact it's hip to be square they had the power of love (laughs) yeah anyway i think that you you lost track of you lost track of time you're a time traveler jackie boyle so you must love huey lewis in the news when I was a kid, my parents went to a concert and left me with at grandma. And when they came back, they brought home a double XL. I was little, a double XL t shirt of Huey Lewis in the News. I wore that t shirt for like, I think I wore it for tw- 20 years. I wore that shirt. It was great. Oh my God, Somos Lobos is already in the house. I can't wait to bring him in. Let's find out what happened in history before, before we do, though, huh? Because we've got. An amazing tattoo artist who's going to be on on the show in just a second. In history, we don't have much happening. And I don't think there's even many vegan birthdays today, which kind of sucks, you know. I always hope that there's going to be at least someone who has a vegan birthday. But if you know anyone who has a vegan birthday, could you let me know? Today in history, Robert McClure signs the fabled Northwest Passage, cites the fabled Northwest Passage for the first time. What do you know? The Pony Express. Missouri, California ends after 19 months. It's always weird like to think that there's a. the Pony Express went for a little while. Speaking of enslaved animals, we needed to use horses to get mail across. I think if you need to abuse an animal in order to deliver the mail, you've gone too far. You've just gone too far. You've crossed the line. Maybe you shouldn't do it. It only lasted 19 months, but people like to think of the Pony Express like lasting generations, but it was 19 months and then they gave it up because it was stupid trying to deliver the meal with on horseback give me a break, 1861 the revolution, uh, the industrial revolution had already begun and uh, railroads were replacing the horses very very quickly, it was a dumb idea, the Pony Express, but we all we all like to romanticize the uh, enslavement of animals and how great it was, how, how killing Indians and, and enslaving animals on the way to Missouri was such a great idea it wasn't it didn't even go that far. I went to Missouri, Missouri to California. So you basically could get your mail to Missouri, probably St. Louis, and then you had to ride a horse to California. And there's even a plaque in San Francisco where it was the terminus, the terminus of the Pony Express. But it ended today in 1861. International Conference, and all the horses were like, phew, no one will ever abuse us again. Why would anyone use a horse ever again if you have all of these other... And you know what? We never did. We never used a horse for the rest of time. We never, (laughs) of course we still uh, enslave horses. There's a movie starring uh, Joaquin Phoenix coming out really soon called Napoleon, in which several horses are abused. The horses never get a break. You know, they never get a break. We keep on inventing all this stuff to replace horses and the horses still never get a break. Like they're still dragging cartloads of fat tourists around New York. It's still a thing. You know what I mean? It seems like it seems so antiquated and stupid, but yet here we are. The International Conference begins in Geneva aimed at improving medical conditions on battlefields, beginning of the the Red Cross in 1863. Can you believe it? 1863, it started in 2019. US Special Forces killed the ISIS founder, Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi. That was a big deal. Remember when they started, when they killed that guy? And now there's no more terrorism in the Middle East they did it they killed the they killed the founder of isis and now it's over mission accomplished america you did it there's no more terrorism in the middle east now democracy is the is is, is the bell that rings throughout the land calling people calling people up regardless of their beginnings and only on their merit that's it's really it's incredible way to go america you did it you did it the last natural case of smallpox was discovered in Merca district somalia the anniversary of the eradication of the smallpox is today the most spectacular success of vaccination. We did it. There's no more viruses because we don't mess around with animals anymore. There's no reason to have vaccinations because we've gotten rid of all of the uh, confining animals in small cages. We've gotten rid of all that, of of all eating birds. We got rid of that, so we don't need vaccinations anymore. Human beings and animals aren't interacting on such a scale so now because we got rid of smallpox and we learned our lesson about getting up being around animals we've learned that um you know we don't need to do it anymore <laughs> don't need no credit card to ride that train don't need i'm glad that we have some huey lewis fans in the house thank you so much for saying that i really appreciate you <laughs> any huey Lew- any friend of huey lewis is a friend of mine he's been thinking what you've been drinking Um, the terminator came out today starring arnold and linda hamilton you know did i ever tell you that my uh college degree has arnold schwarzenegger's autograph on it because he somehow became (laughs) governor of california (laughs) and if you go to a uc you get the governor signs your degree so my degree has arnold schwarzenegger's autograph on it Because the world, is that's totally a normal thing. Because this isn't a simulation and everything is totally normal. Someone turned <laughs> turn my sarcasm up to 11 a day. It's up to 11 because it's National Mule Day. I mean, come on. If you're at National Mule Day and you're supposed to honor the mule by visiting a zoo, what the fuck? Like, come on, man. You can't tell me that honoring mules by visiting zoos is a, is a real thing. We should honor mules by sharing information about the plight of that poor animal that should not exist. We've bred an animal into existence and torture him daily. And he's, he's destined to die of horrific diseases because of that interbreeding of species. Like (laughs) that should be the lesson. And yet, and yet it's kind of like when we, when we have um, the swallows day parade in a couple days ago was the day that the swallows leave, um, um, San Juan Capistrano mission but the only lesson that we should learn from the San Juan Capistrano mission is that religion is poison and that uh they enslaved oh, wow. the indians when they were there that the catholics built missions up the california coast and enslaved each indigenous population along the way and called them soulless called them soulless animals it's really incredible that 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 is still a problem today people say that animals have no souls so we can do with that whatever we want with them people tell me that to my face all the time animals don't have souls so we could do whatever we want with them (laughs) all right let me see let's see if there's any vegan birthdays today i don't think so but you know we're going to see Gunfight at the O.K. Corral was today between lawmen, including Wyatt Earp and the Cowboys, Tom and Frank McLaurie and Bill Clanton killed history in 1881. Uh, once upon a time, I got in the back of a pickup truck and we drove to Tucson, Arizona. And uh, because I wanted to see Tombstone, Arizona, we went to Tombstone. And by the time we got to Tombstone, it was closed. And I just wanted to see the O.K. Corral. I was like 18 and I'd seen the movie Tombstone. And I read the book by... Um, Frank Waters, I think. Anyway, it was somebody's. One of the, I think Morgan's. One of their, one of their sons wrote wrote a book. One of their grandsons wrote a book about the OK Corral, and I I was reading about like the letters that they wrote to each other and stuff. I was really obsessed for a second. I even learned how to do that trick with the quarter, like Val Kilmer as Doc Holliday. I can still do it today. That's one good thing that came out of it. So we got there, and it was it was it was closed, and I had to break in and cl- I had to climb a wall, <laughs> so I could be inside of the OK Corral. And it was so eerie because they've got these fiberglass men uh, who are stationed to look like they're gonna do something like fight a, a battle. And so I broke into the OK Corral, and uh, just to look around, I didn't take anything or damage anything. And then I had to climb back back out. I just had to stack up these chairs and climb back up over the wall. My friend Ali ooped me up. Um, it was pretty cool. He stood watch as I just kind of explored. That's my tombstone story in the OK Corral. And today, the OK Corral, Wyatt Earp, and uh, and his brothers, in a bid to control a tiny little town, uh, decided to kill a bunch of guys. That's how that went down. Uh, it was a power bid, but we 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 chalk it up as this uh, battle between good and evil. And that's how Americans like to look at it. But really, it was just a battle between two groups that wanted to control money and politics and land. It was really how it went down. Unfortunately for the Bible, it says they have souls. Whoopsie. Yeah, I know. But they say it's unbelievable because, like, I had a bunch of Catholics in my face um, in Madison, Wisconsin and they were trying to tell me that animals have no rational souls. I'm like, what do you mean? Well, they can't decide between, I'm like, have you met a dog? They definitely decide about whether or not it's worth the risk to do something naughty. Or even even oysters uh, they've found, m- ha- learn to be risk takers or whether or not they're, some, are, some have personalities as gamblers and some some don't wanna take the risk when they, when they smell food and predator in the water at the same time. Isn't that weird? So, I mean, it's really bothersome to me that there's people out there that still say that animals deserve to be used by us because God or something. It's it's Uncle Fester's birthday, Jackie Coogan, and it's also Hillary Clinton's birthday. Hillary Clinton, not a vegan, seventy sixth birthday. She uh, graduated from the top of her class at uh, at Harvard, right? Yeah, of course, Monica Lewinsky is the thing they mentioned. It's such bullshit, but uh, it's really sad because she was a democratic Senator of New York. She, uh, ran for president. She's one of the most accomplished women in the history of America. And she'll go down as that too. Once all this bullshit's over. But it's really sad to me that a woman who gets enough, gets, gets too high. She's like Icarus who she gets too close to the sun and they melt her wings. But, denigrate her all the time even on this website you know the first thing they mention is Mo- monica Lewinsky. they don't mention that you know she worked her way through college by herself she paid her own way she was an amazing student who became uh, an incredible states person she was the first she was a secretary of state and she was a powerful person no matter how you feel about her politics <sighs> none of these assholes are vegan pat sajak himself pat sajak has even released jokes about how um we have meat, meat-based vegetables now, and he makes these jokes about how vegans are so stupid for making their vet, their animals, uh, making their their plant-based meats because they still look like meat. And I always say, why did you smash a pig into the size of a banana? A sausage is a banana shape. Why did you have to make your Why did you have to make pigs into the shapes of bananas to fit into your mouth holes? How ridiculous! Humans invented religion in a useless attempt to justify their own crimes, says Jukai. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's another excuse to cherry-pick your way into doing horrible things. It's also a way to uh, protect your power. If you are the closest to God or if God anoints you as ruler, it's easy to control people, isn't it, if you get them to believe that lie. The last thing I just want to mention about today in history is Hattie McDaniel. She died today, um, but she was also the first African-American to ever win a... Uh, An Oscar, and you know, I've got (laughs) mixed feelings about that stupid um award, but um, Hattie McDaniel was actually a really interesting case where she was an accomplished artist, an accomplished actor, she was um widely considered a just a top of her game, and she played the Mammy character in Gone with the Wind, and they gave her the Oscar for it, and it was like big news. I mean, it was in this what year was it it was 60 something i think uh, or 50 something it doesn't tell it doesn't say the date i forget what date it was but it was old enough where people were like had their minds blown to see a black woman on a stage and the reason i think this is so important is because <laughs> don't forget that things change vegans are always upset that things aren't changing quickly enough that people aren't realizing that they're that they are contributing to the rape and torture and enslavement of animals every single day with the decisions they make people who are your friends people who are your colleagues your family your lovers are making decisions that continuously oppress oppress and 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 can perpetuate the uh, the holocaust the greatest holocaust that's ever occurred on planet earth they're contributing the deforestation and the extinction of so many different species on their way to uh you know on the way to exploiting all of these animals so it's such a difficult thing to kind of be up against because it seems insurmountable but things do change and this poor woman Patty McDanion who who's so talented and so such a such a gift such a gifted person um, ended up winning an oscar for a role that was kind of beneath her but she won it, and she took it with pride, and um, and she still remembered today as the first African American to ever win an Oscar. And I think it's it's just um, it's good to remember because things change. History is an arc, and it bends towards justice. All right, I'd like to bring on my guest today. We're doing interviews in the morning now. Just decided to do that because I got a new tattoo and uh, met met Luis, and he was pretty dope. His name is Somos Lobos. That's his handle. And uh, Let's hang out with him for a second. What do you say? Find out what he's all about, huh? Hey, how are you? Good morning, man. How's it going? I'm doing great, man. Thanks for joining me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Thanks for having me. Yeah, I know it's. I know it's early for a tattoo artist. You know, it's a... <laughs> <laughs> definitely, but no worries, it's worth it. I like all the horror masks behind you. Are you, are you a oh, horror fan? Thank you, big time. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> what do you think about What do you think about the new horror? Like, have you Have you seen any new movies that you enjoy? Um, there's been very few that really
1: like piqued my interest. I'm um, getting really sick of everyone just redoing old movies. You know, yeah. come up with ideas. Um,
0: but yeah, there's been a couple. Have you decent. seen? Okay, so have you seen um, what's that? What there's a movie that I think has this weird vegan message in the beginning because there's like a roadkill incident with a kangaroo. It's called Talk to Me. Have you seen? Have you seen Talk to Me? I did. Yes, I did see that one. What do you think of it? It was good. Yeah, it was good. Um, Great.
1: there was there was some parts that I was like okay whatever but uh the concept of it and like the visuals
0: were it was wild. Yeah. yeah Every horror crazy. movie's like that though. There's parts where you're like uh, okay you got to roll your eyes and laugh, you know. Right, right, for sure. You and that one almost
1: to- had like a little like hint of
0: comedy mixed in with like yeah. <laughs> I've always felt that horror and comedy are identical because it's always about timing and if you Okay, so if, if they get you and you're scared and you don't laugh, like that is the cure for being scared is laughter. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. You know, I, I also I also saw Terrifier two,
1: and oh, uh, yeah. did you like that? Oh, those uh, Terrifier has become some of my favorite horror movies. Uh, so great art. Yeah, I mean, that one especially has a lot of elements of comedy where you're like, I shouldn't be laughing because totally. it's messed up, but... Yeah, get like guilty laughs.
0: laughs. Awesome. Well, um, I gave you a horrible introduction. Would you mind introducing yourself so everyone knows who we're talking to? Yeah, of course. Uh, my name is Luis. I am a tattoo artist here in Denver,
1: Colorado. Um, originally from Columbus, Ohio. Moved around quite a bit. Um and uh, yeah, I just met you the other day when you stopped by to get a cool ass vegan tattoo. So Yeah,
0: man. I wish I were wearing short sleeves I'd show it <laughs> off, but it's on my it's my it's on my Instagram. People can see it, you know. Yeah, for sure. It's really funny cuz when I went in, I I've always had this thing for rabbits and um like there's even I made a video where I I even bought a beer because there was rabbits on it. And then I didn't even think about getting, but I used to want a rabbit under my 23 and I just kind of gave up. I didn't really think about it. And then when I went in, you're like you had a rabbit on there, and I went, Screw it, let's do the rabbit, man. Fuck, yeah, that was like, great. Yeah, Kismet. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're not just any tattoo artist, you're a totally 100% vegan tattoo artist. That's correct, yes. Yeah, so I actually was really, um, I learned a little bit because I learned about the razor blades aren't even sometimes vegan. Tell me. Yeah. So you, because you get down to like the nitty gritty, people talk about the ink, people talk about the stencil stuff, but you take it to the next level, um, not just having certified vegan stuff. But even like razors, is there any other stuff that we need to like be considering, like the weird stuff that you didn't think about when you decided to be a vegan tattoo artist? Definitely, definitely. So, yeah, of
1: course, like the big concern people think about is ink, you know, like, oh, who has vegan ink, blah, blah, blah. Um, And nowadays, most ink is vegan just because of the, the new recipes. It's much cheaper to make that way. It's easier to produce that way. Uh, but that's really not the issue. Like you were saying, like little things like razor blades that have those little gel strips at the top, a lot of those contain gelatin or glycerin from animals. Um, even the stencil paper, the original formula also contains glycerin. So I use the, the certified vegan one, um, Ointments, even with your aftercare, you know, people are just buying lotion off the shelf and not realizing, like, hey, this lotion was tested on animals or Mm -hmm. contain some animal products. Uh, Lanolin is a really common one, especially when you're looking at ointments and creams. And a lot of people don't even know what that is. I didn't know what it was until I, you know, made the switch on my tattoo side. Like, this was after I had stopped eating animal products. Yeah. Uh, And I was like, oh, like, I want to make sure everything I use to put in my body and other people's body is vegan. And I had never heard of lanolin.
0: And then, yes, uh, a lot of people, it's amazing how, when you go vegan, you start learning about all of this shit that's like right under your nose. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I always feel resentful too. It's like, all you motherfuckers knew this except for me. And it's like, no, nobody <laughs> knew. like, yeah, you were, you were giving yeah. this shit to me this whole time and no one told me. So, right. um, how did you make that switch? Why did you go vegan? You said, uh, you've been, you've been tattooing for 11 years and you've mm-hmm. been vegan for 10. So Just about ten. yeah, I did the math yesterday and it's more around like nine. Um, but I was I like counting it and it sounds better, you know. Sounds better. I usually, yeah, I've been vegan 18, almost 19 years, but I just tell people 20 because it's just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, my only answer is I haven't been vegan long enough. So, yeah. I wish I went earlier. Exactly. But why exactly. did you, why, how, what was the big wake-up call? What was that clarion bell that made you, uh, what made you change? Right. Um, so there was quite a few factors.
1: Um, so when I grew up, I, we grew up on a farm in Ohio where my parents uh, raised goats, sheep, and chickens for meat. And, um, you know, that was just the daily thing. Uh, it always It always bothered me, though. Like, it always upset me. I always knew it was wrong. And I refused to eat anything that came off of our farm because it was like, why would Mm. I, I mean, I knew them, they were my friends, but I didn't make the connection between like eating a hamburger that I bought at the store and like my best friend that I just had to watch get slaughtered for food. Yeah. Um, And then as an adult, um, Honestly, I used to be terrible. I used to make fun of vegans. I would tease them. Um, My Instagram bio literally said not a vegan because I thought it was so annoying that every vegan put vegan in their body. Mm -hmm. Um, And one day I was just talking mad shit about it. And uh, I kind of called myself out. I was like, wait a minute. Like, I should try it. I mean, these people are pathetic you know not eating meat how lame of them like i bet i could do that no problem i gave myself a challenge i was like i'm gonna go vegan for a week and just show everybody how easy it really is and how lame it is and immediately when i'm done i'm gonna go back to eating steak um and it was about three days in where i was i felt a huge difference and i was like holy shit like i don't don't ever want to eat meat again um just because i felt great and then that same week i started doing a lot of research and um just like watching videos because i mean my my algorithm on my Instagram changed because I was looking up vegan recipes, trying to like stay entertained mm-hmm. with this week long challenge. Yeah. And uh, that's when like videos started popping up about like what really happens in the animal industry. And you said and you found some people. bald guy too, right? Who's the bald guy? <laughs> yeah, Gary, right. Gary yeah, too, yeah, right. Gary Urovsky, you found too. Yeah, him. Yeah. Some of the stuff he was saying just like really got to me. And I was like, you know what? Like this, this makes sense because like, I've I've always said I loved animals and, like, yeah. I never want anything bad to happen to animals. But here I am actively paying for bad things to happen to animals. Totally. Uh, you can't love like, them and eat them. Yeah. And then something just clicked and I was like, yeah, I'm never going back. And, I mean, since that day, um, obviously, you know, I've made a few mistakes here and there, not knowing something yeah. had an animal product in it yeah. and out the hard way. A lot of contests. Yeah. But, yeah, I never even had the temptation to go back to eating meat. So. Yeah.
0: Um, that's amazing yeah it was, you, it was a dramatic shift for me did you know any because it seems like you kind of like self kind of challenge yourself did you know any vegans or have any kind of support group when you were kind of going through that and
1: yeah like- so at the time um this was when i was still an apprentice and i was working at whole foods actually and i was a, uh, I was working in the cheese department i was like a professional cheesemonger that was my all day every day was working with fancy cheeses mm-hmm. And, uh, one of my buddies who also worked at uh whole foods in the produce department was a vegan. And as soon as I decided to go vegan, I transferred to the produce department one because I wanted to be around fruits and vegetables and not cheese mm-hmm. uh, and two, because of uh, my buddy that worked in that department who was also vegan. So that was a big help. Uh, but the biggest help for sure has been my little brother. Uh, he yeah. went vegan a couple of years before me. I want to say maybe a oh, year. Really? Oh, that's yeah. cool. Um,
0: and, uh, so he went through the same kind of shit you did. Like, 4-H life and living on a farm and he kind of like had that holiday. same childhood trauma that probably yeah. helped spur that you know
1: yep yeah and we both ended up in the same wow you know, um,
0: how do like your parents he's... feel about that
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> so at first they were weirded out but um, my mom is very supportive about it actually like um, she no longer does um, a lot of the animal stuff I mean she does still have a farm and it's still sad um, but like She eats mostly vegan um, and every time we come to visit, you know, she makes damn sure that everything in the house is vegan and all that. So she's she's very good about it. Uh, But my brother has definitely been the biggest support uh, and inspiration as well. He's huge into activism. Uh, I don't know if any of you guys have heard of him. His name is Simon Plazolis Hayes. Um, You might have seen him on his TED talk about veganism. Uh, He does a lot of um, activism in the UK and Europe, uh, as well as the United States. Uh, Pretty much anywhere he gets the chance, he's out there. Wow. great things.
0: So uh, when, when we get you out there on the, uh, on the activism uh, side of things, you're, you want to get out there where, wear the Guy Fox mask, as long as it's not at eight 30 in the morning, I'm down. <laughs> yeah, this is the hardest people think that what I do is so easy because, but no, it's not, I got to be up early. So it's yeah. the hardest form of activism. <laughs> no, of course there's a, there's people out there getting arrested for this. And, yeah. Um, yeah. and uh, I'm, I'm not one of them. I, I'm very I'm very polite to police officers because I don't want to spend the night in the clink, you know. And I have right. to deal I have to deal with them a lot, right. so I'm probably going to deal with them today. I, I give them I give them a big wide berth, and I'm like, "Hello, sir. Of course, of course, sir. Absolutely. My hands are already behind my back, sir. <laughs> <laughs> got to do what you got to do. You got to. Uh, well, I mean, how do? I, I really, I really love the idea of a hundred percent vegan tattoo artists. Of course, I've heard of other vegans doing tattoo artists, but I've never heard of someone like taking it to the nth level like you do. And also, I really believe in the vegan economy. Like, I want to do business with other vegans. Like, if I get a, if I ever need a chiropractor, I want a vegan chiropractor. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah. Because I just don't trust carnies. And just, yeah. you know what I mean? I don't, I don't trust people that eat animals mm-hmm. and abuse, abuse other, other creatures. Um, <laughs> so have you got any pushback from like your studio? Cause you have to share that space with others. You have to share. I mean, what has been kind of, I guess, I guess my question is what about the industry reaction to what you're doing and have you gotten any pushback or, or are they welcoming? And what about other vegan tattoo artists? If, is there a community of you guys and uh, do you guys know each other? Like, um what's what's the industry response um so the only experience i have really had is just like within
1: the studio i work at and uh i mean since day one that i started there i made it very clear that i was vegan and you know nobody really had a problem with that um a couple teasing remarks here and there but uh, as far as like me going out of my way to use specific products um no no one really notices like um I kind of just made sure that everything that got ordered was the vegan product and people at the shop just grab it and use it and don't even realize that what they're doing is also mostly vegan tattoos.
0: Yeah.
1: They don't bring their own creams and stuff. Um, So yeah, that one was kind of easy to like sneak in Um, as far as like a community as a whole. Yeah. I really don't hear too much about like, a lot of vegan tattooers uh i want to say that there was like a tattoo shop in portland oregon that was like super strict vegan uh, i've never visited it i don't personally know anyone that works there i don't know if it still exists but it'd be
0: cool if you guys just like knew each other started a fucking facebook group or something and then like supported each other you know because like yeah. how cool would that be if the denver vegan guy and the i don't know las vegas vegan guy knew each other and then if if they needed to refer somebody and whatever, like that would be so cool. Definitely.
1: Yeah, no, it really would be. Um, and that's actually not a bad idea of something that even I could start, you know? Yeah. Vegan um, tattoo artists unite or something. Uh, yeah. I don't know. yeah.
0: <laughs> Cause v- I mean like
1: BTA. Yeah. It's important to, I mean, everyone who's watching right now, it's important to us what we put in our body when we yeah. eat, like, why shouldn't it be important what we put in our skin? That's going to be there forever. You know, it's like, you don't want to wear wool gloves and a wool hat or leather boots. Like you don't want a tattoo. That's, caused from animal suffering you know
0: yeah and it builds also the vegan community at large i mean i don't i i know who gave me my first tattoo and my second tattoo but like i don't keep in touch with them i don't really want to because i know that they're animal abusers Definitely. but i mean I, i'd love to build relationships with with other vegans and know what's going on in in the other industries that that are adjacent to like um i don't know every other one i suppose i i guess I don't know. I hope I hope I, you know what I mean, right? Yeah. <laughs> I know, no, how, I, sure. I'm articulating
1: it very well. I think, uh, I mean, there's, there's apps that we can use to find restaurants that have options. Right. for us. It'd be awesome to have something like that for people to find a local tattoo artist or semi-local tattoo artist that also upholds the same values. You know, like I don't well, expect is... anybody to fly to Denver to get a vegan tattoo. Like hopefully you can find one near you, but
0: yeah, uh, but there's, there's a, here, right? there's, there's, there's the V kind. You totally, I, kn- I didn't think of telling you when I met you, but there's the V kind app and what that is you can as a business person for free put your um vegan business. just be ham a vegan accountants yeah. can do it anybody who's vegan yeah. can oh, put wow. it up there and um that way other vegans can find you and and help fund the veg economy I, I really strongly yeah please do that on vkind it's an app that you can just um just put put yourself down there and then if other vegans are looking for tattoo artists they'll find you it's a, amazing. I think, I've never heard of that app. So I'm it's new. Happy it's pretty, it's app. pretty new. Yeah. It's like, um, it's almost, I, I think happy cow should have done that. I don't know why they missed the boat. So be v- right. Kind's doing it. And they're like, it's, it's pretty cool because happy cows only restaurants. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. imagine if they expanded up, but they've been around for 20 years. They should have expanded by now for God's sake. <laughs> Whatever. I'm, yeah. I'm not running either company. Yeah. So. I'm too bad <laughs> at doing what they're doing, but <laughs> I don't have a car in that race. Um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but so, i i wonder if um if that if that community how do, how do people find you since v kind you haven't signed up yet and you totally should by the way and i i'm not being paid for by them or anything like that um you should be how yeah i should be i really should be how do people how do people find you now like how do people find your shop how do people find you
1: yeah um so honestly uh i didn't really start advertising as a vegan tattoo artist until within the last couple of years uh I was kind of scared of like what kind of negative feedback I might receive. I mean, I'll I'll post a comment on a on a video on Instagram where there's like animal cruelty being displayed, and then next thing I know, my whole page is getting bombed with carnivores calling me a pussy and all this yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I've had my page reported. I've had my page taken down off of Instagram, and mm-hmm. so it was kind of scary for a while because I'm like, this is my this is my main source of my livelihood. Yeah, of, of exposing myself to. the the tattoo community um so like if someone messes with my account then i'm screwed um but uh lately i've been getting on like local uh vegan facebook pages whether they be for just like a community or like people with businesses and restaurants and stuff like that and so every once in a while i'll post some of my work and explain that not only am i vegan but everything that i use is vegan um and i've gotten some pretty good uh reaction from that um but honestly mostly it's uh word of mouth, walk-ins, that type of thing.
0: How could someone who's watching now find you?
1: um yeah so you can get my instagram is somos lobos it's the same as the
0: title on this um, we are wolves which yeah, i think is exactly it's Somos lobos um, are you are you uh do you speak are you from a hispanic family do you speak spanish and i am
1: yes uh, my father is peruvian uh, i do speak a little bit of spanish i understand it fluently but speaking is a little bit slower so I think that's
0: all of us in california that's every californian i think everyone <laughs> in california we, we're pretty good at understanding it, but speaking it's a little rough yeah exactly exactly <laughs> we are wolves I I like that a lot, Somos Lobos. Mm-hmm. And so that's just your handle on Instagram. People could find you and t- contact you through that. Yep. I also have a website that is the same name, SomosLobos.com, and there's it's a contact form there. on there. um cool. Yeah. Um, so I, I was actually just curious, like, what's the scuttlebutt in the parlor when you someone like me or like Jamie Logan? Because I know Jamie Logan got the tattoo from you mm-hmm. as well. And they come in and they're talking all this vegan shit. And just do people <laughs> do the other artists? Because you guys must talk shit uh, between the oh, other artists.
1: Definitely, definitely. um yeah. So when when Jamie and Inesio came in, uh, I was the only one there. Everybody had left early for the day, uh, so it was just us. It was like a private party. You know, we were just hanging out, having a good time. Yeah. Um, yeah. After you left, everyone's like, "Oh, vegan boyfriend. Was that your?" Really? really yeah of, of course man <laughs> come on guys yes
0: yes it was <laughs> yeah he's my vegan boyfriend it's what yeah. it. all of us all of us that's how it works exactly oh yep <laughs> i knew something like that because like because i could i could kind of feel um well even now like when you're talking about controversial things like uh, you know and animal abuse and how many people are abusing animals and all these things people have to make some kind of homophobic joke or they oh, have to make some kind of joke it's... oh you care about animals you must be a fag you know like exactly it's it's so um, it's so childish you know it's like well why don't you just clean up your own house clean up your own belly stop Use right. to turn your belly into a garden instead of a, co- a, grave a graveyard. graveyard yep. yeah yeah. Um, isn't that isn't that funny? That <laughs> I think it's so funny that that's. I knew that was gonna happen. So what yeah. do you say to that stuff? Like, oh, okay, ha ha ha. You just laugh it off. Yeah, I, was la-
1: I mean, if I if I let it get to me, then and not just people I work with, but people in the world. Like, if as soon as you show that something bothers you, people are just gonna exploit that. You know, so. Just smile, laugh it off, and then make them think like, oh, I maybe I'm not that funny. You know, he didn't he
0: didn't get a reaction. So well, it would have yeah. been better. It would have been better for you if Jamie Logan was there then. I yeah, <laughs> I know, right? Your vegan girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> was some was that that blonde was your vegan girlfriend? what <laughs> the What the hell is up, guys? Yeah, it's um so so now you have two two people at least who have made content about your uh, vegan shop. I hope to, you have a lot more success and uh, I hope you. to see you yeah. in one of those Guy Fox masks, man. I want to see you doing some activism. That's that the, would, yeah. it. would be, it would be great, man. It would honestly be great. Um, it's something I've always much. wanted
1: to do. Uh, honestly, it's something I've been kind of scared to do, but um, you know, the longer I've been vegan, the more, the more this kind of stuff is important to me. And I would like to be out there because I mean, I'm only doing such a small part. Um, Cause even when I have non-vegan clients, like, Mm-hmm. It usually comes out that I'm vegan. Yeah, of course you know, it does. Like, yeah. oh, we're You know, we're ordering something from McDonald's. Do you want anything? I'm like, no, thanks. I'm vegan. And they're like, oh, what, what does that mean? And then I get the chance to, you know, like sprinkle my little seeds and mm-hmm. um, stuff like that. Or, you know, they'll see all the stickers I have in my booth and they're like, yeah. oh, so you're a vegan? I'm like, yeah.
0: What do you know? Yeah, <laughs> of course. That's what. Yeah. That's how. That's how I got the channel name. Is like because people say you're being, uh, Of course I am. What the fuck else am I supposed to be? Of course. There's no other choice. Yeah, what did you think? There's no other choice. Absolutely not. <laughs> um, well, you're in luck, as Vegan Nave, who's a really active uh, activist in Boulder and Denver, he's coming to your shop. So sure, maybe man. you guys, hopefully, hopefully you guys could talk about getting out there and doing some 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 of the work of the angels. Yeah, um, well. Luis, thank you so much for coming on, man. Thank you for the awesome tattoo. It still hurts a little bit, but I'm keeping it moisturized. Perfect. If you've got a week and a half, two weeks, you'll be good. <laughs> a week and a half, two weeks. It's funny because getting it, I feel like doesn't hurt at all anymore. My first tattoo, someone told me that the guns are a lot different than they were 20 years ago. So, yes. Mm-hmm. Well, it wasn't 20 years ago. It was Yeah, it was 20. My first tattoo I got 25 years ago. Holy shit. 25 years ago. The, gun, the technology was different 25 years ago. I'm, I'm i'm yeah. certain of yeah, yeah it's still
1: the the old stuff is still around but a lot of people nowadays are using like the battery operated or like the rotary machines is what they're called um you know the quiet ones mnemonic devices and stuff like that
0: what, what did i get what, what kind what kind did i get with the old school coil the, machine Yeah, yes. the old school coil machine all yeah. right so maybe i'm just used to the pain or something it didn't <laughs> it, it, it hurts now but it didn't, it didn't hurt while i was getting it people yeah. are like Be, being vegan has made you stronger so you can <laughs> handle it now <laughs> Big and straight. I like Tash Peterson. I can, I can, nothing, nothing can stop me now. Absolutely. Right. Well, Louis, thank you so much. Um, thank you for waking up early for me and, um, and we'll stay in touch. All right. For sure. The thank you for side. having me. This was awesome. Thanks, man. All right. I Bye. appreciate you. Whoa. All right. Well, that's, that's it. That's the show guys. Thank you so much. If you're not vegan, I don't know what you're still doing here. Um, I think I told you all to go fuck yourselves and, um, you should really get out of here. Um, this is the uh, affirmation of the day for vegans only good vibes are for vegans only because if you have animals rotting in your belly, you can't have good vibes. You can't live your fullest life. You can't be your full, your, your happy self. So, if you are vegan, stay tuned for your, this is your daily affirmation for vegans only. Loving myself brings me great joy. That's pretty good. You gotta love yourself. you know. If you don't, what's the point? Self-love is one of the many keys to living my happiest life. I'm practicing loving myself more and more every day so that I could be happy in my own skin. That's so important to be happy in your own skin because especially if you're out there doing outreach, you have to be happy in your own skin or who's gonna be happy talking to you. I'm releasing all resistance. To who I am, and I'm learning how to celebrate all that I am. I like that. I like that. It might kind of reminds me of uh, Sophie Esperanza, but um, I I think that being all that you are is, uh, and if you're if you're a good person who's out there fighting for the rights of others, fighting against uh, slavery and oppression, that you and violence, that you're a good person. Don't forget that the at the end of the day, veganism is a an anti-violence, anti-slavery movement, and um, and I appreciate you guys being part of it. Thank you. That's your affirmation. I appreciate you all for being here. Bye. It's so hard to not abuse animals. Colonies
1: can't fuck themselves.
0: They'll fuck themselves. This is a shot of all All right. Well, I always say, I should say smash the like button. Someone said that the YouTube should light up the like button when I say that. Is that real? I've never heard that before today. Thank you. The real thing. Smash the like button. Do I have to say smash it or can I say like boop the like button or smush the like button? Did it work anyway? Please like this video. Um, It's the least you can do. In the meantime, thank you to all our Patreon subscribers. Patreon.com slash vegan, of course, if you'd like to support the channel. It's uh, how we pay for literally everything, and we're barely breaking even. So thank you for being there. If you haven't already, please go to veganofcourse.net hook yourself up with an awesome vegan shirt that I designed myself or one of the cool vegan hats I have and other vegan shit. Um, I even have some activist shirts on there where they're printed on three sides so that someone can see what you're doing from all three sides. That was an actually special thing just for activists. So um, yeah, check it out. And if you're watching on Facebook, Twitter or Twitch, please hit that vegan of course, go to YouTube, subscribe to vegan of course. Thank you to all the channel members too. Thank you everybody it did it worked wow Duke high says it worked wow maybe they are still rolling it out amazing smash that like button why does that have to be smashed why is everything can i say smush that like button smush that like button turning veganese high valves and bivalves well thank you turning veganese uh you know what's funny i forgot to mention turning veganese when i saw when i saw um jamie logan in southern california uh we hadn't met in person before so We'd met a co- bunch of times online, and she was on the show. At, uh, you know, like I know her; I've known her for a while now. Um, but I saw her in um, at SoCal Veg Fest when I was there for the animal rights panel, and she, <laughs> I told her about your channel turning Veganese, and how you liked to pl- how you played a game called Kiss, Mary, Kill with her, Tash Peterson, and um, that Jordan. What's her name? Michaela Jordan, Michaela Peterson. Sorry, Michaela Peterson. And she thought it was funny. I'm like, yeah, it was almost offensive, but I think it was pretty funny. I think you'd like it. And she said that she would subscribe to your channel, Turning Veganese. So I hope that happened. Yeah, (laughs) kiss that like button. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm serious. That actually happened. Uh, We talked about your channel and how you played Kiss, Mary, Kill with – with jordan peterson's daughter tash peterson and jamie logan what the hell is up guys all right anyway illegitimate non-carborundum don't let the bastards grind you down i need you we need each other and god damn it the aminals need you especially thank you so much guys bye